Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading-edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars. Hello, this is Sue Rose Minahan, your founder of Talk Cosmos, leading edge conversations, awakening your authentic self to empower soul growth. And we're so pleased today to have a special guest, Karen Wenderland, for our wonderful subject, Mars in Gemini, scouting freedom for seven months. It's a long transit because there is a retrograde, right? Well, we'll find out when it is. It's dynamic time. Our action planet with our curious information uh, environment close to us, Gemini, that actually, I will always add, reaching between the gamuts of the matter and the spirit. So it's more than just what's happening with information, but it's, it's a lot. We are going to be experiencing this. So thank you so much. And we are ready now for, well, we don't have an automated one. I'll tell you about Karen Winderlin. Karen Winderlin is a professional astrologer in Seattle, Washington. For many years, she was the leading astrologer, or one of them at astrology uh, at East West Book Store, which is part of the Ananda. And her site is seattleastrologer.com. And she is a metaphysical astrologer with Uranian and Western traditions. However, she incorporates for her whole lifetime business, astrology, and electional, horary. It's the full gamut. Karen knows it. It is really amazing. She has a study group. She is also the sales representative for Solar Fire, which is one of the leading software Dis, you know, softwares that astrologers use and in many capacities. And I hope I'm not missing anything, but I'm so glad to welcome once again, Karen Wenderlin. Thank you so much, Sue. It's very good to be here tonight and to, this afternoon and talk to everybody appropriately about Mars and Gemini, our beautiful lovely mars who needs to go 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 and you know, gemini and we can just talk 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 and we have been <laughs> feeling it haven't we because it entered just a few days ago on the 20th today is yeah. only the 28th so it's only been a week but i just feel like what happened it's just um the the candle i have to keep pouring the candle in the in in the flame to keep it burning because I'm burning out all my wicks, but I'm going. <laughs> yeah. So Mars has a lot of energy to do a whole lot of things. And, and typically Mars will stay in a sign for about a month, uh, maybe six weeks max. And then it, he decides to go retrograde once about every two years. He and Venus go retrograde the least often of all of the planets that do go retrograde. And he is going to be in the sign of Gemini for seven months. Keep going. Keep 
Oh, I love the kitty cat, kitty cat. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's Ace. Um, And so he, so Marsh loves uh, really doing that long time in one thing because he gets a lot, he, he wants to get a lot done. Now, he doesn't necessarily know what that is, getting a lot done. Okay, sweetie, sit down. <laughs> uh, He's busy, too. Yeah. He says, I'm, I'm busy. Uh, yeah. I have my priorities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the problem with Mars, is he doesn't have priorities, oh. you know? And in Gemini, he doesn't have priorities. The oh, idea no, of Gemini is to be broad. It's like lots, bring in data, data, and more data, more information, please. Um, And and Mars sometimes doesn't want to do all that gathering data. Just just give me the cheat sheet on it. Um, And let me go. Let me get some action. And and let me then do stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so the... uh, Unless he's got a lot of fun people to hang out with while he's learning that new stuff. But Mars doesn't want to sit still in class. So that going to a talk, probably not, you know, maybe once in a while, that'd be fine. But but talking to friends and talking to Mm. associates and going to a movie and having a beer after the movie and saying, what did you think? And what was that about? You know, it's just, it helps though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Because yeah, I'm I'm realizing that the virtue of that moment to just experience, because a lot of it's experience, right. With, with Mars. And in the fact that it has this area of Gemini that is so social, wants to communicate and share in mm-hmm. that sense, that it, 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 it's a learning process. There's so much to gain. You never yeah. know it. And along with that curiosity, what will come across your path that later as it moves into the other signs and and it does all, as we will know, it's going to have yeah. not just stand alone as it moves through the sky. It's actually aspecting a lot of other energies sure. so that there's there's ways to develop that. So it's not just, I mean, it can be just a party. I mean, in that case, yeah, but it's sure. it's very productive. It can be quite productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and so Mars is likely to get this cool idea and go try it and fall on his face and then get back up and say, how do I shift that? How do I change that? Or, okay, I'm done with that. You know, because it's, it doesn't, Mars and Gemini doesn't evaluate well, but for getting ideas and kind of getting that, that download or uh, what they would, you know, it's like, putting a million ideas on the blackboard and just making them as ridiculous as possible so that you've got like 40 things on the blackboard and then only one of them is really any good. That's the tricky part sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because Mars, you know, it's so sometimes those kinds of things are better done with other people. So you get into a group situation and you're all kind of, 
mind mapping or some other tool where you're you're in that process of discovery beautiful uh, you know because mars wants his freedom to do what he wants when he wants it right now please <clears throat> or when whatever day that is right it's like okay i have to do this today and that tomorrow and i gotta do the laundry you know mars will will do that but he also wants to be able to uh, pioneer, pioneer, trailblaze, be the first one out. And that's why, you know, in this process of, of becoming invigorated with the potential of ideas, Mars sometimes jumps the gun because mm. some ideas are meant to stay only potentials. Okay. Without that evaluation, when one's, uh, how can I say, creating, it's not just creating, right? But I'm thinking archetypally, that initiation where you're breaking away, it's into yeah. new t terrain, like the heroine yeah. or the hero is that journey of, of becoming. You don't have any past to really relate to. So it's hard to know until you've done it. So that's, that's right. where... You know, if it doesn't work, it's kind of like, okay, trash it, let's go on, or else maybe. But, yeah. And I can see, too, if I might add the gift of the group, of the mind mind mapping, which you very beautifully presented, because you get the support and feedback from others mm -hmm. that help you rather than just feel like, oh, it was a failure. Perhaps not. It just needed a little yeah. reworking. Yeah, and, and a lot of what the process of Mars retrograde is, is the examining of ideas you want to take big in the world. So if there's something that you want to do, it's like during the Mars retrograde, knock all the bugs out of this thing. Do your project planning and what do I need to do to promote that? Uh, we were talking earlier setting up for this. It's like, I need a new mic. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I need a new mic. Okay. Um, and that's a very real practical thing. I wouldn't know until this happened today. And then it's like, oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, and that's the sort of pieces that when you pay attention to what's going on and have that conversation and are listening um, yeah. it's, it's crazy creative. Crazy it is. Creative. Another example, I just thought yesterday I did a workshop or session and I had a power, not a PowerPoint, but Google Slides I wanted to present. And amazingly, I it took me a little while list, remembering from another presenter that she had a PDF that she'd sent me. I thought, because if you don't make it a PDF, that keeps it from going when you share it people don't get into your system it's just the pdf so it's those simple things that again and again the tools sometimes it can be very uh, instructive instructive yeah. information not just yeah. metaphysical whys and hows and that i seem yeah. to get involved with <laughs> yeah well uh, and and you've heard the the truism that you know what you know and mm. 
but you don't know what you don't know. Or and even how to ask. Yeah, you don't even, you have no, which is why groups, group or mm. activities around a particular project um, are excellent, especially during this period of time, because other people know that stuff. You don't, but now you know a little bit. So I know I don't have a good mic. Awesome. Now, I don't know how to buy a mic yet, but I can figure yeah. that out. Right. So it's like when and you sound like, okay, we're, we're yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's adequate. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those, um, it's just that idea of learning. How am I learning just this ongoing conversation to have with myself? Um, and uh, Gemini isn't typically a goal driven sign unless they have a fascination in something. Mm. So Gemini loves to go down the rabbit hole. It's like, ooh, that's cool. Ooh, that's interesting. But it's it's like bright, shiny thing, bright, shiny thing, just being distracted by the next cool, bright, shiny thing. And, um, and that's perfectly fine to use this energy over the next seven months to be broad and to be diverse and to listen to all kinds of points of view. And, uh, you know, if you wanted to go travel, for example, next, say next spring, this would be an excellent time to find out everything there is to find out about where it is that you're trying that you want to go to next fall or next spring. Uh, whenever that, whatever place it's like, oh, that, you know, that would be cool, but we can't do that trip in one week. We have to break it up. And this is a three week trip. I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. you know, it, but you start out with lots of information and then you pare it down into what's doable, achievable, and you can be accountable to and for. Do you but, yeah. So I just realized, Karen, I hope I'm not. So this retrograde seven months, when I stop, okay, we're in summer. It's going to go through. Well, it's not the retrograde. It's a whole transit of, because we have two thoughts here. We have the transit mm -hmm. of Mars, this action planet that gears us up for our mojo. And it's however it moves. And it's yeah. in this communicative uh, transportive Gemini and it's for seven months but that happened and so the retrograde is in the middle which we will start talking about but the yeah. but it's this is summer so it's going to go through fall then it goes through winter and it actually goes into next spring because it's March 25th I think that it yeah. ends and that's like four days after the 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 spring spring, spring equinox. equinox this is like shocking it's in it's this is major. This is going to really yeah. be quite a transformation. Mm -hmm. Do you seven months is a long time, and yeah. and it's so a lot of times in astrology we focus so much just on that retrograde period. Mm. We're so used to Mercury retrograde, right? And we focus on Mercury retrograde that three weeks. Um, but for some of these, it's like, oh, what can I? we can use the energy 
of the entire period to be able to maybe work on some stuff we want to work on to grow ourselves to grow our businesses um there uh for a a mars cycle for a business we would it's like where does do you want to put your energy with your business with your uh with your job for the next two years until Mars goes retrograde again and you reevaluate it. And so here this period of Mars and Gemini is like, hmm, what works? What doesn't work? What do I want to be better? And then what else is possible? You know, it's like, what do I, what, how do right. I find out what I don't know? How is do we get beyond? Is there a tool? I know you have your study class, which I am part of, and very inspiring, and had a wonderful one about the Mars, this Mars, without looking at the charts yet. I mean, however, are there like, yeah. and, and putting, applying it to your own chart, is there somehow you can tell yeah. people to, yeah. Sure, sure. So wherever Gemini is in your chart, because everybody's got a Gemini, it's somewhere in your chart. So wherever it is, that house that it's in will be highlighted for the next month, next seven months. And so the activities of that in my own chart, it's it's sitting in the ninth house. So I'm talking all of a sudden, Me you too. know, it, it um, you know, I've got a friend who said, come down to Mexico. Another pe person is going to um, take a trip next fall, um, possibly to, to Greece or, you know, and it's like, well, that would be wonderful. Now, can I actually go? I don't know, but hey, now it's going through my ninth house, which is international travel. And it's, uh, it's wanting to learn about you know, really study some things at a higher level. That stuff has come through from the ninth house. So whatever house it is, whatever that focus is, if it's the first house, it's going to be, what is my environment like? How can I, you know, how can I make my house a uh, more welcoming and more open? Do I like the neighborhood that I live in? Do I like my neighbors? How do I relate to that? Um, and uh, when was the last time you were a, uh, a tourist in your hometown? <laughs> you know, first house and third house. I think how great for being a tourist in your own town. Yeah. Stay vacation. Third, yeah. In your... Uh, if it's in your third house, Gemini in your third house, then you're going to want to learn some new things. You you maybe want to get a new car, especially with this Mars going through there. Oh, mm -hmm. new vehicle, you betcha. <laughs> and uh, or you know, or maybe get rid of a car. But yeah. it's, uh, what's my mobility? Am I more free with it or without it? Because again, it's like some people, freedom is that car, and other people are think, "Gosh, I got rid of that thing." Money, exactly. Money. It costs too much money, and I don't need it. You know. I need so, it. 
would rent a car if they had to go somewhere. Somebody that always, you know. That, yeah, that. exactly. And so you, um, so depending on the nature of each house, of the house that is, that Gemini is in in your chart, is how you would say, this is where the focus is going to be for my energy. And of course, the degrees, if one's an astrologer, one can then get, pinpoint it like, well, it's oh, affecting sure. this planet and that planet and whatnot. Yeah. And these are the kind of things. Well, yeah. thank you very yeah. much, Karen. That's a good review. Did you, let's see, we have maybe a few minutes. Shall I bring up the the power? This, um, yeah. Okay, I will do that. And this is us today, as everybody sees with Karen. Um, oh, come on. Here we go. Okay, there. This is just a little bit of information that tells about the period. Mm-hmm. It started just a week ago, and it's going all the way, as we said, until March. And the retrograde period itself, which begins in October on the 10th. Nice. It goes, oh, do, yeah, I've got something blocking it. <laughs> And if I move it, it, um, why is that? It's so, oh, there, good. Okay, good. Anyway, yeah, till January 12th. And for the audience that can't see this, because we have a podcast, that's true. And there is a shadow period, a path, Mm -hmm. and not to get too involved, people can read this, but it is when these points, astrological points of its retrograde are passed on three times there's two times it's direct and one time when it's retrograde so that happens to mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so the first passover says oh here's the potentials here whether it's a potential uh positive or potential negative but if there's a problem that comes up or an opportunity that comes up either one for the first pass through, then those are things when Mars goes retrograde, it will then show up as an issue that you have to work through and work with that energy while it's going retrograde. Then once it turns around and goes direct again, that third pass, then it's like, ah, let's put this into action. So now we're Mars is in direct motion going over everything the last time. And it's like, okay, here's the plan in action. Now we're just tweaking it a little bit as we go through the third part of it. That's um, one reason I love the Mars retrograde especially because it is such an energy base and you can feel the shift and the change and you can use that energy uh, a lot i think it's probably the easiest planet to use as part of that retrograde because the sh- it focuses the energy in one sign for so long that you really you really get to sense it and feel it if you choose to dive into it in that way and the universe, I'm reminded, or have been told, loves action. So, and those action steps can be from the small to the big. As they say, it takes one step for a thousand miles, right? Or a thousand feet or steps or whatever, as the uh, saying goes. And 
and I know there's many ways to get past blocks if that's what, but this is really in a sense with Mars and Gemini, if there was ever an opportunity to try to get past our blocks, I think this could be one of the better mm -hmm. energies because first of all, it's not evaluating, as you say, and judgmental, it's just experiencing. And so it's, and also it's, so it's going to try many things and have, and, uh, and somehow get involved with others in the process because that's what it wants. It wants to communicate. Yeah, it or, wants to connect, yeah. Or write. You know, you can write yeah. and write to the universe from that oh. standpoint. Well, oh, sure. All that, any kind of artistic expression, whether everything from dance, because dance is a form of communication, mm -hmm. and singing all artists of all kinds, uh, we have a friend in study group who is a lovely artist who's totally gotten into it and she's just so excited about it right now. And it's just delightful to see and and when people have that experience of finding and being in a passion. It's and and you watch their skills watch your skill set get better and better as she goes yeah. through the process. It's fabulous you know and but it's doing the effort it's yeah, doing it, the thing it's trying it out yeah and here uh, be, before we leave which will be a few minutes and, and we'll come right back folks but at eight degrees to 25 if we look at the orbs even if five degrees which is very minimal and sometimes if it's a major sign like a sun conjunct that it could even be 10 meaning it's all of gemini practically it's like the whole strata of gemini energy um, and if you have in that this is operating through it happens to be going right across my sun and my mercury so <laughs> i'm really uh looking forward to quite some transitions and and discoveries and and beautiful things so it's great i think when we get back and i'll remind folks i am speaking with karen wenderlin from seattle Iranian traditional astrologer, Western astrologer, and in business in many aspects. And this is about Mars in our seven months seeking freedom, scouting it out in Gemini that actually started a week ago and will go until after the equinox next spring. So we will be back in just a moment and return with some nitty-gritty stuff with our charts. Okay, <laughs> thank you. While we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the yin period of Virgo. By leaving a cycle based on the creative manifested legacy of our highest creative form, the energy of Virgo completes the last sign below the horizon of the self and requires discernment to perfect oneself through the mental process of critical analysis. As a mutable earth sign duly ruled by Mercury, Virgo refines, heals, or fixes through daily routines, developing skills and services to control nature's chaos and maximize efficiency. 
This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Whispering Dragon Center in Seattle, we cover the world of animals. This week, September 4th, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and Anything That Helps Our Animal Friends Sunday. We'll check in with our regulars, Meow Cat Rescue, Help Animals India, and Seattle Dogs Homeless Program. Plus, we'll chat with the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga to find out all about the great classes and events coming up there. Hope you can join us for Martha Norwalk's Animal World Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube, along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or, if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So, grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha, and enjoy the show. Interested having a natal chart mini transit reading? Talk Cosmos Kaleidoscope Visions Panel invites you to participate joining this learning experience and to provide your feedback via audio in 2023 during one of its monthly scheduled Sunday shows at 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time. Find panel descriptive info on the website www.talkcosmos.com and send in your request through the website's contact email info at talkcosmos.com We look forward to connecting with you for a needle chart mini transit reading with Kaleidoscope Visions panel scheduled every fourth Sunday of the month 1pm Pacific Time celebrating 2023 Talk Cosmos 6th season Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk, 1150. Oh, boy. Hi. That's always great. And a question here before we go on um, with the screen here. Karen, what events might you want to share with the audience that are active in your life coming up? (laughs) Well, I am... I am working on a a YouTube channel where we focus on doing tutorials for a popular astrology software called Solar Fire. So in the fall, you'll uh, we'll have that start. I haven't picked the date yet for that start, but we'll um, if you'd like to be on that be notified when we go live on YouTube. Uh, send an email to me at Karen at SeattleAstrologer.com and I'll put you on the email list for the announcement that for that channel. Oh boy. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. I have solar fire and there are questions and it is it's daunting sometimes and then so exciting when you figure out how to work it. It really, it, I bought it so that I could grow with it. So this mm-hmm. is wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. There's lots of tricks. Yes. Yes. And subscribing to something like that then is the name mm-hmm. of the game. Yeah. Well, thank you. Let's go to 
now the charts and we'll figure now and for our podcast folks let's see what am i doing i don't know why oh okay there we go yes oh this is the shadow path okay on the 4th of september in a few weeks it'll start that shadow at eight degrees it has actually reached the eight degrees on the 30th of October, which is quite a ways later, month and a half, it goes retrograde at 25. And then it carries us all through the holidays into the middle of January when it finally goes direct again, back at that wonderful eight degrees. And then it won't finish, as you said, for that third try, third's a charm, let's get it done, you know, pathway at 25 degrees gemini again uh just before the equinox which is on the 16th which is very cool and then it will leave just shortly after that so let's jump unless you have something to say we'll just jump to the chart shall we do that? go on to the next one all right here we are this is one of your charts and this is for go to the next one oh the next one okay thank yeah. you nathan that was beautiful to have it big there we go okay Okay, so there should be a chart, Mars Ingress Gemini. One more. Oh, one more. Okay, pardon yeah. me. Thank you. Okay, here we are. In London. Nope, not Mars Retrograde, Mars Ingress. There it is. Oh, okay, is the last. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, so it was just, yeah, so this is, what has just happened, we had um, August 20th, 2022. Um, since this is a universal chart, we used London, um, United Kingdom to, um, to time the chart to. And the point at the left-hand side of the chart is the ascendant. That little AS is short hand for ascendant and the ascendant in this chart is 28 degrees of gemini at, or excuse me of virgo sorry is no, virgo. It's okay. it's both mercury ruled right uh -huh. and mercury rules that uh virgo as well as the gemini and so mars doesn't normally like virgo yeah, they're not compatible energies. Um, that Virgo ascendant is calling, and then of course the Mercury, the the little purple Mercury is right there, right on that ascendant, with that ascendant. And so the planet that rules the Mars through this whole seven months is that Mercury and in the sign of Virgo. And Virgo wants you want to live their most impeccable self. So what it what is impeccability for you? You know, this is a big question. It's like, what are you willing to put up and shut up and do it even though it's hard and doing things because you said so? You know, where I'm congruent with what I say is who I am. Virgo wants to hold you accountable to that. And Mars doesn't necessarily like that. 
because he wants to explore a lot of possibilities, but it's necessary if he wants to accomplish anything in the world because he needs to learn how to manage other people, manage himself, needs to know when he just wants to do something versus, yeah, I'm going to do that. You know, it's like how much commitment do does one have? It's really important that level of commitment because there's a Gemini has no commitment. Gemini's broad, but you narrow it down, you narrow it down so you can create something. Then you have to create commitments and you have to create a path that narrows it um, but it's when it becomes a path that you're excited about and you have some real fire with, then you then you're growing yourself and that freedom that we've been talking about can be discovered, but it gets discovered through lim through self-imposed limitations as opposed to the limitations brought on by other people. In this case, it's like, ooh, I choose this because the Virgo says, so buckwheat, you're going to learn how to snow ski this year. Awesome. That means you better get in shape before you get up on the slopes or you're going to hurt yourself. So starting now, I've got to do my exercise routine so that I can get, you know, so that when my lessons start and I got to sign up for the lessons, you know, and so there's things to do to accomplish that fun goal of learning how to ski or learning how to ski better. Um, and for those of us who, you know, learned how to ski when we were 12, yeah, we're older now. You know, it'll take us a while before we can get back on the ski slopes again. So, again, that's an example of an activity that you have to plan to be able to actually accomplish it at a high degree or at a high level for maximum fun. You know, and that's the Mars piece. It's like, ah, how do we get maximum fun out of this? Well, that's very illustrative, particularly because as we know, they're both mutable signs when we have the Gemini and Virgo meaning that there's in that tension of astrological square, which really asks for a resolution. So understanding yeah. that rather than the frustration that Mars might ask, it's like, okay, if we want to open the key, you have to use mm -hmm. the right key or else the round peg in the square, you know, it's like find the right yeah. shape, something, yeah. you know, and then it well, works. Well, and the thing is, is that Mars and Gemini both are so interested in so much that one of the ways you can determine whether it's something you're going to do or not is by asking Virgo, what will it take to get that done? Virgo knows. Mm -hmm. Virgo knows what it'll take to get that done. Oh, and, keep them, keep them yeah. on their team. In other words, use yeah. that Virgo as a team member. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And that way the Virgo is enrolled and the Virgo says, I can assist, but if you're going to play around on me and not be serious about this, 
oh, I've had it with you. And the Virgo will just want to walk away because you're Mr. Undependable. Yeah, intention. Well, yeah, matters. you've got to have the commitment to be able to accomplish it because Virgo doesn't want to mess around. It's like, okay, if we're going to do this, let's do this. Now, this is for London and for the podcast that happens to be a chart on the 20th of August at 8.57 a.m. British Standard Time because Greenwich is just shortly there, I mean, nearby, of course, with mean time, Greenwich mean time, but that's in the winter. It's used unilaterally at winter. So in the summer, we use the British Standard Time but that people can develop their own chart if they so wish to see for the world, yeah. this world yeah. view. Yeah. This is called universal time. Greenwich is zero. Um, it's the start of the day and it's where we start timing from. So that's why it becomes a world chart because this is, uh, this is where we arbitrarily start it from. Did you want to go back to the dual chart or to another one? I'm um, sure. Go back just one okay. more. Not oh, for, one more. One more. Oh, just one more. Oh, one more. Okay. I, and let's look at the, Mer- the Mercury ret- Mars retrograde all by itself. There okay. we go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, on October 30th, just the day before Halloween, <laughs> we get the lovely um mars retrograde and this is the universal chart for everybody okay the whole world will operate off of this and then and in this chart that ascendant area is the sign of aquarius and aquarius is a friend of gemini just like virgo is a friend of gemini um, a lot more fun than Virgo is, you know, Aquarius is much more fun than Virgo. Um, and, and so here that, that whole big, huge first house has, um, uh, has Saturn in there, but this is the J our, our, uh, Mars is stationing you can just barely see it down there in the fifth house Uh, it has a little s after it solar fire is good to show you when something stations retrograde by giving you that little s it'll shortly turn to an r it's just sitting right at that edge ready to it's already gone backwards, but it's moving so slow. You can hardly, it's, you can't see it. So in the fifth house, it's a very activating. It, and it's about your passion. The fifth house is about the things we love, where we're willing to take a risk. So the, you know, the shorthand is where are you willing to take a risk? For the things that you love or where is your passion for your life and capital letters passion p for capital l life you know it's uh because that fifth house it's 
it's about joy. It's about it's about that ultimate freedom to be pure in love and light and joy. And so it's uh, you know so it's a house of play. It's a house of sports. It's a house of taking chances. And and so it's like ooh, it's like being in love is super heartfelt but where are you in love with the world you know how do you love the whole world and and so this is a place that i think is so wonderful for our whole world right now because we're all stressed out about you know every everything (laughs) because there is everything right but here in the fifth house it's like what can you love where can i your your mic is off sue oh i I, thank you i was going to say and it's personal personal planet personal sign so Mm -hmm. in retro in context to this idea of the global changes that have and we've been experiencing Mm -hmm. that continue to create an ongoing unknown quality Mm -hmm. these energies really provide the fact that we're living in the moment now in our personal life and that if we can build out of that there's something we can create Mm -hmm. that will at least be constructive in however the fashion is it's right and and it's and it's going to be unique for every person you know, some people are going to want to solve world hunger and other people are going to want to, you know, coach their kids t-ball team. And it's, and it's perfect. Both of those jobs are important jobs. And so, and are important activities to do and get done and have integrity about. And it, what, but again, if, the more people live out of their heart, out of that hip-hop heart space, when you connect with another person who's in their heart space, doing what they love, it is so awesome because here's this person who's so in line. And after, you know, looking at the first chart where that Virgo Ascendant was asking us to be impeccable, and to stand up for ourselves and to admit and to own where we're not accountable so that we can be truly present. And when you're present in your passion, then this whole Mars retrograde couple of months that we've got can be totally terrifying because we're living from heart space. And and we go in and out of that, you know, we're not perfect at it. We we're we're in a process of being there. But we you know, so in here's this place of growth and and desire and connection, creating that more connection. So I love this particular uh placement for the Mars, uh, because it gives the Mars that kind of next thing to do and it's asking it to use love and connection as a form of play and as a form of 
you know, it's like, ooh. Uh, yeah. Love and connection. And I'm also looking at the energies here, realizing it's so imaginative that there's many realms because of that energy with the Piscean, uh, well, not to get too astrological here, but the fact that Jupiter is retrograding into away from Aries back into its womb of the mystical and, and creative, imaginative Pisces along with Neptune. It's intention there so that it's a great time for probably manifesting the dreams or like you said, write down 40, write down whatever, interconnect. It's 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 very creative, very mm -hmm. creative. Yeah. What because about this, hmm. because this retrograde point is the point where ah the first pass going in is ah, here's the ideas. So now Mars going back over that point again. What are we going to do about it? Let's evaluate from another point of view. Instead of doing 80 gazillion things, now, now let's do this retrograde. Now, there's two thoughts here I want to present. Here Sorry, but here we go. Gemini is always two, right? This and that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really onto it. Um, one is, I'm thinking, well, because we have so much and not, we have a little time here. But one is that the other chart, and I see you've relocated it from there to here in the United States, but also Adamus, which is an Iranian point. I don't know if you want to bring that in because it is hunky-dory. Things can, well, that's an overstatement. Thank you not to be too exaggerated here, but we, it's good. It's great to connect with this love factor joyfulness that we need to, because it's our birthright as a person, you know, to, be alive and, yeah. and to enjoy, but also getting past some of these things that are tox toxic that you were mentioning. I don't know if that's in the oh. chart, or you might want to mention that. Yeah, yeah. So, so the Uranian point called Admetos will is um, is very close to the retrograde station point at at it's at three degrees. So as it's coming in, it's right there saying what thoughts, beliefs, attitudes do I hold that are toxic to me, that are taking me down into a negative place and that or that aren't allowing me to be present in the love. Because if I've got something that's stopping me from from being in a heart space, it's like that's probably a toxic energy. Sometimes that's a wound, you know? Sometimes that's a wound you have to really go in and look at. This would, and if that's the case, this would be an exceptionally good time to do any kind of therapy work, especially talk therapy work. This is amazing mm, for that. Very because true. You can, you know, you go all over the place and eventually then it's like, oh, that was it. Mm, or play it. rolling. I'm thinking like if it's three sure. degrees, because I'd asked you, it's three degrees Gemini, this point, Iranian point, for those that are interested, do your study, which I am. It's a part of the astrology, but not to be explained automatically, but it is these points that points matter everything's a point um, that here in the 
on the 20th, a week ago, it was at th zero degrees. And today I haven't checked, but it could be three degrees. could be right now. So mm -hmm. it, it could be well, maybe close. not because it's very slow. I should have found yeah. out. In fact, I could find out right now what it is. But the point uh, is, is that, mm, go ahead. Yeah. And, and so right now, because it's, that's one of the points as it's entering in, it's like, that'll make it really clear. The other thing about right now is for the chart going in is that the moon, which is our ability to have relationships with other people is also in Gemini and it's what we call out of bounds. In fact, and it is three, way, three, four. Oh, awesome. okay. Yeah, it, it was. Okay. It was yesterday. It was three. Today it's four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. And and just so the moon it. right now is way out of bounds. So we've got here's this Admetos right there saying, ah, how can we, you know, make ourselves more. I don't want to say pure, but more aware of the places in us that hold us back. What are those kind of beliefs that take us down a road of not being able to connect? And the moon is where ah. we can connect. And right? it could be easily, this is a big factor that I'm always aware of. If we have our, because there's so much is redeveloping our value system and finding our internal system, listening to ourself, clearing the energies of the collective from yeah. our environment of ourself, because we're so externally oriented out of need, out of communication in the world we live in. Yet we need to operate from the strength of our own energy system. And yeah. if that's the case, well, it's getting aligned to your highest intention. Right. Exactly. And and that Virgo Ascendant, it's such a beautiful thing because it's asking us the question, which Mars and Gemini need to be asked questions to direct the energy in a way that creates that growth, because otherwise it's going to be everywhere. So having that Virgo Ascendant, that's awesome. Um, we could go. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> I know because we have a couple of minutes and I'm eager. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So on the left hand side, we've got the world chart that we talked about already with that Mars down in the fifth house. And that's a general thing for everybody in the world. Everybody in the world is working on that at a subconscious level. When we get into the USA, we uh, we change the location to Washington DC and it shifts the positions of everything. And the Mars now moves into the seventh house. Ah, me and thee, the other, yeah, our relationships, the, the partners. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. what is that emphasis? And it's and it's intense. It's with the uh, uh, Scorpio rising. So it matters what our relationships. Is it giving me growth or is it not giving me growth? Kind yeah. of gets back to the idea of yeah. find the root, go within. Do you love it? Is it something that really matters or is it just 
we all have duties, but yet we can make those little steps. And that's where Mars is just to reintroduce ourselves to something that's powering, passionate. Yeah. And, yeah. What empowers you to become? It's yes. because we're never done. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, Karen, it's so great to have you back. And I guess we do need to say adieu. And thank you to everybody. We'll see you again on Talk Cosmos. Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway.